What's up, everybody? Welcome to Improv is Dead. I'm Dan White. This will be another solo intro here as Tim Lyons is out. Just for this brief introduction part, he rejoins us in the episode with Mike. Real quick, uh, important listener note up top. If you like the improv part of the show but don't want to listen to us chat uh, on the front half of the show, I started including timestamps that roughly within a few seconds kind of point out where the improv portion begins in the show so if you just hate listening to tim and i or our guests gab on about our lives and just want to get to some hot sweaty improv comedy you can skip ahead and get your fix that way you filthy little improv pervert Uh, this week on the show we have one of my favorite improvisers and people of all time mike brunleap Uh, in addition to being Probably one of maybe the most hilarious and dynamic reformer I've ever seen on stage. Mike is just a real sweetheart in the truest sense of the word. He is such a kind and supportive guy. Anyone who knows him uh, will rave about him. Uh, so I don't think I'm saying anything uh, new or original here, but he's a member of the legendary improv group Sand, who together ran a show at Quenchers for the better part of a decade. I mentioned briefly in here, but when I moved to Chicago, Mike was one of the first folks who ever gave me stage time. Uh, I had some pretty historic bombs on the stage of Quenchers, but no matter how bad the show was, you could always hear Mike laughing in the back of the room. So he's just a total force of good in the community. Um, I love Mike uh, so much, and I am so happy we got to do uh, a show with him this week. Uh, As always, Improv is Dead is totally listener-funded by you all. So if you're enjoying the show, please uh, check out our Patreon. The link is right there in the show notes, and your contributions help us produce the show and pay our performers. I believe the link is www.patreon.com slash improvisdead, but again, it's in the show notes. You'll also get a free bonus episode every week and extended versions of our main feed episode. I should say if you are a Patreon member and for some reason you're listening to this episode in the main feed, I'd humbly suggest that you jump over to the Patreon feed for our extended episode this week because we got an extra scene with Mike that uh, we couldn't fit in the episode, but it really tickled me. I think it's a hilarious example of what I would consider, um, if I can be so humble or if I can be so bold, a classic uh, Mike Brunleap improv scene really, really tickled me. Also, this week's bonus episode features Emma Pope and Lindsay Smith. Uh, we have a we also have an additional scene that they did with Mike Brunleap from an earlier recording. So we have a, it's kind of a, the Mike Brunleap variety hour this uh, this week. Uh, and then I also forgot to mention this last week, but last week's bonus episode featured Damien and I and I. We did kind of a, almost a mono scene two man, uh, and it ended up being one of my favorite scenes I think I've ever been a part of. Damien, anytime I get to play with him, you know I'm gonna be giggling my ass off. Uh, one of my best friends in the whole wide world. So check that out. I think that's everything for the business up top. Um, love you, Timmy, and looking forward to re- having you rejoin us soon. But for now, please enjoy this episode of Improv is Dead with Mike Brumley. Let's just jump in and see. Yeah, I mean, I've got. I basically my life is just my child and then working two jobs. So yeah, what's your other job? I'm teaching at uh, one class at UIC this this semester. What's the? uh, I think you. We talked about this last time. What What is the class? Yeah, it's a great fit for me. It's called um, 
It's called Professional Presence. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is it a is it is it improv related or is it is it like it is. Uh, okay, it got is, it. It got is. It. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they like use it's kind of actually pretty similar to what you were just talking about earlier, Dan, about communication that it's just like using improv to help people be better communicators mostly for job interviews and uh, okay. networking and stuff. How has it how's the experience been as a teacher? Like, do you get, like, do you feel respected by the students? <laughs> what a great question. Uh, I don't know. I think I think it's okay. I think they like me okay. Uh, it's hard, though. I mean, it's, like, it's tough on Zoom, you know? Like, uh, it's tough on Zoom, yeah. Are they all in the drama department? No, these are business students. These oh, are ac- my. These are, Can these I just are say? accountants. These are marketing <laughs> students. These are um, finance students. I uh, I hate to kind of crawl up our guest's ass here, but I can say pretty definitively, and I'm sure Tim will back me up, that there are few names more respected in improv than Mike Brunley. So the idea of a 22-year-old fucking business ops student just on TikTok while Mike is talking about improv is like the funniest fucking oh. idea to me. Well, I mean, it, honestly, honestly... And I'm not just saying this. It's like it. So it's like UIC. So it's like a lot of um, transfer students and a lot of like students who came from community college and and then a lot of like first generation college students. So it's a really I do sincerely like the people. It's yeah. not like I feel like if I were at DePaul. Okay. I'm just I'm just gonna okay. throw out Damn. some names of bad Whoa. schools. No, no, no. But just like you know, schools like. I feel like it would be. I mean, still, I've got people definitely watching TV during class. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. no question. Like, someone will forget to mute, and I'll hear their TV. <laughs> I don't um, know. I don't even know how you could even in like a, a general classroom setting. And I know it's like an issue for a lot of like teachers with students, even not on Zoom, before this all happened, of just people constantly being on their phones. Like, I had a cell phone yeah. in high school, late in high school, um, but I would have never dreamed to take it out in class. And now I feel like. It's everything is at your fingertips. Even they give like iPads to the kids. So I got to imagine like the kids know more about the iPads than the teachers do most likely just because they're grown (laughs) up with it. So they know how to like unlock everything, do everything they need to do. So there's like on this thing, I I have to imagine it. It's either, it's either, uh, you know, stimulating the learning or completely stunting it. And I don't know which it is because I'm not, I've never done a study or read a study on it. But yeah, I think it's like probably, it's probably, you know, some of one and some of the other because it's like uh i don't know i mean definitely there are a lot of times where i'm asking a question and i'm not sure if there's anyone who's has their zoom window up (laughs) you know what i mean like and i mean it's the same for me like if i'm in meetings at work Mm -hmm. there's definitely times where i'm like checking the news and stuff how could you not like i feel like there's such like a kind of add thing on the computer when you're just like floating around i mean even right now i haven't listened to a thing we've said (laughs) (laughs) i'm booking future guests guests right now (laughs) i'm trying trying to see what flights are going to be like in a year (laughs) i wish i had uh an improv for for job uh, interviews back when I was doing more interviews. I remember I had a uh, interview at Groupon a long time ago and it was before I was doing improv, but there was a lot of improvisers who worked there. And I think I was like house managing at IO at the time. Um, but I went into this interview and they asked me a question. No, they first they asked me if I wanted water and I was like, no, I'm good. I don't, I don't need any water. First and then, mistake. First huge mistake, <laughs> huge mistake. 
And then we started doing the MRO, it was going fine. And then they go, okay, so if you had a, a magic wand to fix any problem, what oh, I love this, what could you do? God. And I could not think of a thing. <laughs> I, just, yes. I, I literally just sat there, started sweating, and I remember I just, and I, and I was like sweating, and then I go, I was like, can I get that water? <laughs> <laughs> is that real Tim? That's is real. That real. That is a real. Oh my God, that's a real thing that, that happened. And then I, they gave me a. Uh, they gave me a. They wanted to interview me again. They gave me a, a oh, follow up, but I had already gotten another oh, job. It's a um, pity. So, so it worked out because well, and I also you get to like type up your own little essay thing, which I thought I did a good job on mm-hmm. afterwards. But that moment, I'll never forget. It. I turned so red. I was sweating so bad. Isn't that uh, so I, funny? That's <laughs> wild. I mean, I Quenchers was. Quenchers was like the place I when I first moved because you guys so we should say too Mike and, and his team Sand which is like legendary Chicago improv team they ran a show at Quenchers legendary was, yeah truly I mean truly I mean, that was the team like I mean you guys were fantastic you guys elevated it and but you guys are also such kind people and would give stage time to like super young people so I remember being in the town in town for like a year you know and somehow getting a slot there I don't even remember how. That was a um, mistake. We shouldn't. <laughs> a guy who guy had been there for a I year. Mean, it no truly way. Was. <laughs> no. I remember. So it was some of the lowest. I remember because like, and it was also terrible because you would do your show if you were new, and you just fucking shit the bed so hard. <laughs> and it's a bar with this like super yeah. cavernous. Like it is not a forgiving stage, but no, but you'd leave the stage and be like, man, no one here wants to see comedy tonight. And then fucking sand would take the stage <laughs> and just level. The coldest room in Chicago would just level them. Like you, I, oh. I would convince myself that it was something wrong with the room, and then you guys would go. And I just remember waiting on the bus one time. Like it was like December, and it was freezing. I was sitting in my my jacket, just being like, "What the fuck am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing?" <laughs> I remember you and Nate had a couple of great shows there, though. Not to get too deep into oh, yeah. history, but you guys had some great shows. And also, I I feel like we had some of our like strange misanthropic male fans who would go (laughs) and they would always you know what i mean like even if the show wasn't going well we could always count on some of our strange misanthropic (laughs) male fans no man i mean i was there man they were they were fantastic (laughs) and you're still doing your uh are you still doing the quencher show right now the yeah every other monday yeah yes i I want to make sure that we plug that mid show and after the show too we'll do it Yeah. yeah mike how's fatherhood uh it is okay let me be honest uh it's great it really is great it really is great nina is amazing it's crazy she's like she's she just started taking steps she's like taking her kind of waddly steps yeah and she's just like i don't know i feel like last week or two weeks ago something kind of popped where she's just like really way more alert and responsive and like um, yeah, she'd be asleep for like 23 and a half hours a day before. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That doesn't, sound, uh, that doesn't sound healthy. That sounds like my sleep schedule. Uh, no, man, that's great, dude. I'm happy that uh, that you're getting to uh, enjoy that during quarantine. I feel like yeah, uh, this is a good age. Not that anyone wants a global pandemic, but this is a good time for it to be happening. Mm-hmm. I think you, it is, personally. too. You kind of kind of was lucky for you i kind of you kept yeah. like saying before it was even coming like back in like i feel like back in like august of last year you were just like god i could use a pandemic right now yeah <laughs> i know and i've been like writing all these letters to the scientists just to ask him to slow the vaccine let it loose. down find, just find a small little vial let it loose <laughs> 
Uh, Mike, what uh, have you have you had a chance to go back to Wisconsin at all? Yes, a little bit. Uh, if, yeah, my mom's actually here with us right now. She's she'll come and stay every other every other week or so. Oh, to nice. That's help out great, with man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's wonderful. How is it living with uh with your mom? Like, cause is it you guys? Have, how big's your place? How many bedrooms? We yeah, we're super lucky. We've got a three bedroom place. Oh, okay. Um, so everyone gets so, their own space. Yeah, plenty of room. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great. It's um, I'm like really grateful for her doing that. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah. She she um retired recently, but she's like she's funny. We always like tease her because she's like always been such a insanely hard worker and so it's like she retired but just today she had like more meetings than i did <laughs> and she was like she had, she was like on the phone with like i was like talking to the president of the milwaukee institute of art and design about a about a leadership transition they're having and i'm just like jesus christ like she she does it she can't stop yeah so anyway but she's she's great and um and wow. yeah so it's it's a total blessing blessing to have her here though it's do great you, uh do you ever find yourself and i only ask this because i find myself doing this do you find yourself slipping back into like teenage friendly <laughs> bit points when you're around I did your it mom? today i did it today dan i <laughs> really? really did well i was like really tired i mean this... <laughs> i was like really tired i stayed up we were up like way too late last night cleaning the house because she got here today and so I was a little bit tired, and so I just, I definitely felt like a teenager today where my mom's coming in with all this, like, beautiful energy. She's, like, really excited to see Nina. I'm kind of like, okay, like, you know, I'm kind of like, okay, I need to, I have to get back to work. I was just, like, kind of being a bastard. I was just, you know, <laughs> I was being a little bit of a bastard, I think. I should probably apologize after this. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, just tired and kind of cranky, but. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's nothing worse. That happens to me a lot. Yeah. What's I, it like for you, Dan? I was thinking about getting mad at my parents, and it's that thing. I think that's the ultimate like act of love. The ultimate like uh, manifestation of love is like you feel so comfortable with these people <laughs> that like your instinct is to get mad at them. Yeah. Like when it's not their fault, almost. You know what I mean? Where it's like. You feel so comfortable. And I was thinking about that. Like, that, I think, was one thing I got really shitty about that I caught myself getting shitty about and just was like, what am I talking about? I was in my own head because I – this was maybe two years ago. I went back home for for Christmas, and I had sweatpants on, and my iPhone was in my sweatpants. And I had never sh- I had never broken a screen on my iPhone, and it was a point of pride. I had one for, like, five years. I think I talked about this on another podcast. But anyways, I was getting in the shower, and I took my sweatpants off, and my phone fell out of my pocket and hit oh, no. the tile and shattered. Oh. But – I was so mad, but I also remember like t- catching myself getting mad and in my head being like, "Why the fuck do they have tile in here? The fucking c- cabinets are too close to the wall." Like this, like just these insane fucking things to get. Like I was mad at my parents for having tile in their bathroom for like a half second before you could be like, "No, it's yeah. a fucking random thing. Just settle oh, down." God. Um, I mean, to be aware of those small mm-hmm. thoughts is one of the most beautiful things because they're they happen and boy, they are so funny and stupid and like just like narrow and oh i love them there's so a, much there's there's like a there's a stand-up i actually think it might be paula poundstone who has a bit about stubbing your toe and then immediately blaming the thing or blaming really? like blaming like who put this chair who the hell put this chair like jumping in, just like, <laughs> yes, who the hell put this yes, chair here yes. i was we're gonna walk here uh it might be paula i can't remember it was like one of those comedy I mean, central specials from like the 90s that used to play on tv like every morning during breakfast 
I remember as a child yeah. watching that and being like, this is a very funny observation for this stand-up comic hey, to make. I mean, yes, here we are yes. now. Here I am now fucking ripping it off. So. Yeah, I mean, it's st- I mean, it's still good, Dan. It's still funny. <laughs> Every joke has already been done. Uh, Mike, let me ask you this, cause, and then we'll, then we'll get into the improv. Is there anything that you've learned about yourself? Um, or well, we'll put it this way, yourself or your family while you've been in uh, kind of self-isolation during this whole thing? Good question. I'm trying to think. Okay. We're, um, we're going to leave all this dead air in, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to add crickets, too. Yeah. <laughs> Just even extend it. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me think here. So let's see something. That's a great question. Um, I got to have an answer, Dan. Um, you don't. You don't. This is, no, equi- no, this, I, this is equivalent to the, the the dream question of, is there anything you're looking forward to? Yeah. <laughs> or oh, or, dread, yeah, or right. dreading the in the dream. future. And then you had some, the you had some random. The... Yeah, or the magic wand. This is honestly a magic wand question that I would yeah. fail at. Oh, yeah, the magic wand. <laughs> this is literally the magic okay, wand question see. that I couldn't answer. And I still couldn't until this day. Groupon. I can't get over that. Well, okay. I mean, I think, so something i learned about myself i don't know if there's something i learned about myself but i do feel like there have been some things that are changing um less a result of the isolation and more just a result of the like uh the having a having a kid thing and being at home Mm -hmm. and um i think what that is is uh i think i'm just kind of wasting a little bit less time i'm not gonna front and be like i don't waste time anymore because i definitely still no, I've do i've heard that i've heard but that yeah. that's a great answer yeah i just i i i've like blocked a bunch of websites and i uh i just um i i don't know if i had to put a number on it i'd say i'm like i waste 30 percent less time than i did really and, and by wasting time i mean reading the news watching youtube yeah uh you know, basically, it's just basically screen time, I guess, is what sure. it is. And so no, I've just been like I, I, trying to reduce that. that. Yeah. I think that is and, like and that, I, and, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that go old ahead, saying sorry. is like, uh, if you want something done, give it to a busy person. Which I really <laughs> That's love. Funny. Yeah. It's like, I found that true in my own life. Like, when I have all the time in the world, I'm like, I do nothing. And then when I have a million, like today, I was super productive because I had. Yeah. No, that's really true, Dan. Actually, I never thought about that. But yeah, today, I actually like, uh, I didn't have a lot of Steppenwolf work to do, and when that happens, I like get way less done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's funny. It's not like I get my things done and then I move on. It's like I just wait to do things. Yeah. Anyway. Well, you're here for this. You showed that's up for this. So. Yeah. Damn right, this. baby. This is productive in and of itself. Uh, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Actually, the, the one word I would never use to describe improv is productive. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Mike, uh, based on that conversation, you got kind of a word to sum that all up for us, buddy? Yeah, I'm going to say frozen. Frozen. Oh, good. I love that. Frozen. Yeah. You want me to plow the driveway too, or do you just want me to get the spot in front?
Uh, you, you, if, if it's easy for to get the driveway, that's great. But don't uh, don't stress yourself. You know, really just happy to have you back. So, I, yeah, I, I bought the um, I bought the blower. So you know, I don't mind doing your driveway too. Okay. I, yeah, <laughs> thanks. If you don't mind, that'd be great. I had my back repaired, so I'm not you know I'm not gonna go down. I had my back repaired. All right. Th yeah. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. He had his back I'm talking about. Let him do it. I know, but this is, every time your dad comes to visit us, this is said, he makes me feel like less of a man. He's not making you feel... He's, he wants to it, do something. He's retired. He's busy. He, he was up at he 6... He showed up at 4.30 a.m. to plow our driveway, making me feel like a bad dad for not having it plowed no, already. It's not a bad last dad. Night. I know, but he was up. He was wait, At least he waited for you to get up, which honestly was two hours later than I thought you were going to sleep. Oh my god, see you, and then you take it on. I'm and not, then taking, I'm not taking it out on you. I'm not taking it out on you. I'm just saying, I thought you had said last night, I'm going to get up early so I can get some work done, and now here we are fighting about my dad doing a nice thing for us. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Ah! Oh, Jesus. Go, can you go help him, please? What? Ah! what? Oh, God. All right. Uh, we're, all right, hang on. I'm coming, Jeff. Hold on. I got to find my boots. Hang on. Oh, God. Daddy, you Okay. Ah, my arm's stuck. Did you untie my boots? Why do you untie my boots? You untie my boots and then I can't... Because if they freeze like that, they get stuck like that. All right. Hang on, Jeff. I'm coming. Sorry. Ah, my arm's getting pulled in. <laughs> His arm's getting pulled in the floor. Floor. <laughs> All right, I'm coming. Oh, God. It's... Okay, Jeff, what... Get out there and help him. All right, I'm going. Jeff, Jeff. Jeff, are you okay? Jeff? Hey, here. Here, I brought you some hot cocoa. Take this ring. Take this ring. Your, your wedding Take ring? Take this ring. Take the ring. Give it to Donna. No, Jeff. Jeff, you're okay. Give it to Donna. All right. Jeff, just relax. All right, just take a second here. Why don't you just go inside? Uh, take the ring. Give it to Donna. Okay, I'll, I'll give her the... I'm not... I got, I got two minutes left. And I want you to go through the magazines in my basement. And I don't want you to throw them away. I want you to have them priced. I want you to get them all priced. Okay, Jeff. I, you know what? All right, Jeff. I'll tell you what. I'll let. I'll do that for you. I will actually go through your mat. But you're going to be okay, okay? Just sit. Relax. Just take a deep breath with me. All right. Shut your eyes. Shut your eyes for a second. Just let. Just take a second. Shut your eyes. Take a deep breath. All right? Think about. Think about your kids. Think about your grandkids. Take a deep breath. Find a happy place. All right. I'm having a, I'm having a heart attack. What? I'm having a heart attack. <laughs> You're having a heart attack? I'm dying. Uh, Stacy, Stace, can you call 911? What? I want you to take this. Can you, what's happening? Can you call? Your dad's having a heart attack. No, he's you not. <laughs> He just said he was, babe. He's not. Know. He says this all the time. He just got a quadruple bypass. His heart is stronger than it's ever been. Jeff, are you, you having a... Is, I want you to take this other... <laughs> I have another ring. I want you to give it to Stacy. What? All right. Will you do that for me? Tell yeah. me you'll do that for me. I'll do... All right. Let my shirt go. Let Promise my shirt, me. All right, all right. Jeff, let my shirt go. I will do that for you, okay? I, are you Promise me. Well, I hate this. I hate getting put in a spot where I have to make the decision whether Jeff's having a heart attack. I, he's not having a heart attack, and if he's giving you rings, don't take them because he's trying to pawn them off because he stole them. <laughs> I'm a day trader. I can't be diagnosing heart attacks. He's not having a heart attack. Jeff, Dan. Give me, do you have 50 bucks for the ring? <laughs> he's, he's asking if I have 50 it's bucks for the ring. ring. 
He it's says a it's gold ring. There's a diamond on it. I mean, he it's says, not a bad deal, but don't give it to him. You're getting a steal <laughs> here. <laughs> Stacy told me I can't. I'm sorry. You're getting a steal. She keeps. <laughs> you, you raised a real taskmaster. She keeps real tight watch on my banking. Okay, I can't. I, I can't do anything for you here, Jeff. Can you boys blow you the guys? snow into a pile so the kids have something to play with? Sweetheart, he's bleeding a lot. <laughs> My arm got caught under the... I was trying to clear okay. a pine cone. It's starting to come through his coat. Well, that's something we can work on. Bring Dad, come inside. We'll patch you up. Ah! All right, um, so Mr. Vlasic, what uh, what happened to your arm here? I was um, plowing my son-in-law's driveway, and... Um, Why wasn't he able to do it? I don't know, but I know that when I drive by, if I drive by in the morning and it's not done, I'm stopping. Okay. You know? I got that, yeah, yeah. Do you okay. have kids? I do. I have four children. Oh my god, four yeah. kids. Yeah, I wanted four kids, but I couldn't. I could only have one. Four, two, two, and two. What? They're four, two, two, and two. Triplets. I, yeah, four-year-old triplets. Yep, that's one way to say it. I prefer. I prefer four, two, two, and two. <laughs> you have triplets. Triplets. Yep. Good things what come in three. What happened? Rule of threes. What happened? We uh, we did it in an airplane. I don't. I know I'm a man of uh, <laughs> I'm a man of science. I'm a man of medicine. I don't think that's what caused it. But truthfully, I think you know that's if there was one variable I say was different that time than all the other times, it was that we did it uh, huh. did it in an airplane. Air Force huh. Two actually. Air Force Two. Mm-hmm. We were flying on the vice president's plane with Mr. Pence. Uh no uh yeah 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 it was Pence. You you you've met Mr. Pence? Yeah, but I gotta tell you, it was a spite fuck. We are not friends. Uh, there was something about the power. It is a real thing. The power is overwhelming when you are on huh. force too. So, was your uh, wife taking fertility medication? Uh, not that I'm aware of. No. Hmm. I've heard that that can make uh you know twins and triplets more common if the mm, wife's taking pills true. that are fertility medication that's true that's true are you on any medications by the way i should have asked you that to start here i'm on progesterone and i'm on misoglycin okay and then i take um colitamin for uh my heart okay okay wow you're a uh, little pharmacy in there huh <laughs> <laughs> And then I don't anymore, but they ask me to always mention it that I used to take Mogesterone. For, oh yeah, yes, wow. because you were, were you were in the Mogesterone trial. I was part of that trial. Yeah, I was part of that wow. trial. Okay, well I'm glad to see you still standing because that uh, the, the Big Twelve who yeah. survived the the Mogesterone yeah. trial. Yeah, that was a sixteen thousand person trial. <laughs> but the ones of us and who, the lucky dozen that survived. The ones of us who made it out, you know, it worked for wow. us. Yeah, it worked for you. For everyone else, it shrunk their heart three sizes. <laughs> Turned it into a little prune. <laughs> All right, Jeff, I'm going to buzz you in. you got to promise me you're not going to steal anything. Give me the promise. If I buzz you in, I'm not going to... 
All right, I'm not going to budge you in then if you don't say anything. Come on! <laughs> what do you mean, come on? Just say that. Tell me you're not going to steal any rings or any of the stuff in here. Come on, let me in! Do you have something to sell? There's someone chasing me! No, there's not something chasing <laughs> there's you. There's a boy! There's a boy who followed me off the bus! All right, get in here. Take a look at these. <laughs> what do we got look here? Look at these. From what do we got here? Okay, we got a gold with a little diamond in there. That's not bad. Okay, silver. This has an inscription on it. Who's Sarah? Um, I um, these are from the graveyard. Okay. <laughs> Get these out of here. Nobody's. I told you, I, nobody's I, gonna know. They're gonna know. They're gonna know. Who's these are traceable. They, it's the a victimless cops. crime. It's in the, the truest cops. sense of the word. It's a victimless crime. No, it's not. You're a grave robber. <laughs> You're doing the job of somebody from the 1800s. <laughs> the victims don't exist anymore. That's the beauty of this scam. That's Here's what's so beautiful about this scam. So, you know it's what a sweet a, scam. You know, you know what happens, Jeff, when a, when, a, when a grave gets robbed? The cops come right to me. <laughs> and they say... <laughs> and they say... Did you get anything recently? And here are their names, and here are the inscriptions. Yeah, and what do you, what do you tell them? To, yes, just I say no. I have to no. tell them yes, because they look through my stock. Well, why don't you melt them down or move them? Because I'm not a blacksmith, Jeff. You, you know what? You suck, and you're too scared. That's why you're stuck in this shitty business, and your business doesn't grow. It does grow. I'm going to be on the next season of Pawn Stars. <laughs> They're doing my shop, so I gotta be lickety. I have to be lickety clean. You're doing. To make sure I got no. I got make sure I got no dead people stuff in my shop. <laughs> You're doing Pawn Stars. Yeah, I'm doing Pawn Stars next season. Way to go! Way to go! Can, can I be on it? Well, they're looking for characters. I'll come in. They're looking for classic characters. I'll come in. I'll bring some rings. All right. Thanks for uh, thanks for agreeing to uh, the pre-interview here. Yeah, real simple, yeah. <laughs> real simple. Yeah. I know it always looks like people on the show just kind of strut, walk into the shop and, uh, you know, it, it's like a normal day, but we actually do have a screening process. Yeah, I'll uh, tell you what, so the, we're just gonna ask some, the lobby here that? is beautiful. Yeah, well, uh, you know, Holiday Inn, so... The uh, lobby here is absolutely breathtaking. Have you ever, have you never been to a Holiday Inn before? <laughs> I don't know what you guys did to this place, but this lobby is fantastic. It looks like there's literally it's li we literally did, the only thing that we did was put up an easel. Maybe that's that said what Pawn Stars free screens. <laughs> Pancakes coming through. Maybe that's what it was. And I tell you what, the food that you guys have out is unbelievable. Uh, well, great. I'm I'm glad that you're having fun because you know what? It's television. It should be fun. Is that your wife who's sitting over there uh, in the corner by the fireplace? No. Uh, <laughs> that's 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 she works for the hotel. You just go there. <laughs> she'll she'll be the person to kind of give you directions if uh, you know. Yeah. That's not your wife. No, no. I actually huh. haven't even spoken to that woman, so <laughs> I don't have any idea why you would... Well, there's so there's something there. I'll tell you what, because I, at the moment I walked in the door, I thought that you two were husband and wife. Did she say something about me? No, it's just an energy between the two of you guys. You, are, you know. are you picking something, that up? Are you picking that up? All I can say is there's something there, because she, the way she looks at you looks like the way a loyal I, wife looks at her husband. I thought that I felt something. I felt something. I thought I was crazy. You feel that too? 
There's something there. I don't know what it is. I don't know who I've gotten she in trouble is, for being too forward before. But she's stacked, and she loves you. Yeah? <laughs> she's absolutely stacked. Right. She's gorgeous, right. and she loves you. All right. Hey, I'll tell you what, man. Can you can you just hang tight real quick? I just want to... I'm just going to go over there real quick and say hello. Say something. Yeah. Say I'm going to say something. Why not? <laughs> she's stacked up, What man. am I going to do? She's I'm sick hot. of swallowing my words, you know? It's like, I've got something to offer. I work in television. Are you kidding me? You're a TV producer. Yeah. Uh, give me give me one sec. I'll be right back with you. Howdy. Yes? Um. <laughs> I, 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 Do you need something or need to know somewhere to go? Is there some place uh, I should be going? Look, I don't play fucking games. <laughs> I'm a concierge, so either tell me if you have a question about somewhere to go. I get, I get a million assholes like you coming up to me a day. Just putting on some kind of bullshit stick or something like that. So do you have a question or not? Uh, I, um, would you... Yeah, yeah, I don't need games. Would you like to have... Uh, a drink with me. It's, not, I, it's I not about what I want. What do you want? <laughs> Where do you want to go? I want you. I want you. I want you. You want me? I want you. I know what I want, and I want you. <laughs> you couldn't handle it. There is a hotel bar, though, and you get 10% off if you're a guest here. <laughs> and sometimes. I'll tell you what. I'll be there tonight at 8.30. Okay. If you'd like to join me, maybe we can find out together what I can and can't handle. Can I get you anything else, buddy, or are you going to call it a night? Fuck! <laughs> I really thought I had it. Oh, man. I thought... Can I ask you something? You can ask me anything you want, brother. Did you feel an energy with me and the concierge earlier today? Oh, Maggie? Yeah, she was giving me the eyes, man. And I'm not, I'm uh, not just saying, that's not coming from me. That's coming from a man I met for the first time this afternoon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't, you know, Maggie, I don't know. She's been married for a long time to a football guy. I don't know. God damn it. Oh, do you see the ring she has on? I have no peripheral Big. vision. Big. <laughs> I work in Big television, rock. so I, I really, it's it's totally fucked my perifs. <laughs> She's got on her on her finger, Big Rock. Oh, God Big Rock. Damn. And that's the story of our lives, huh, pal? She's married to um, Cleveland Browns running back. Nick Chubb? <laughs> <laughs> She's married to Nick Chubb? <laughs> Get the no, fuck no. out of here! <laughs> Oh no! It's the guy who was on the cover of Madden. Oh wow! Peyton Hillis. <laughs> oh, it's not Nick Chubb. So oh, okay. <laughs> wow! Are you kidding she, me? She got married to Peyton Hillis back when they were in high school. Wow! I totally misread her age. <laughs> wow! God damn it, man! I'll tell you what. Yeah, she got married to Peyton Hillis when the two of them were in high school. But I tell you, I feel bad for her. Yeah. Me too. Because I always thought, I think she always wanted to be with an artistic type, and Peyton, he, the guy's a meathead. He didn't know shit, yeah. He couldn't do what I do. 
<laughs> I feel like she always wanted to be a sort of a guy who's got a, sort of a business and art mixed together. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. You're speaking my language. Hey, what's your story, huh? You're a good-looking guy. I was in the career army man, got discharged for killing a superior officer. <laughs> <laughs> I got honorably discharged. My superior, my superior officer, my superior officer was a traitor against the United States of America. So you, and so I, they had to, they had to discharge you for breaking command, but they appreciated the act. Exactly, that's exactly right. Damn it! Was on, on a nuclear submarine. The guy wanted to launch nukes at San Francisco, the San Francisco Bay. He wanted to absolutely glass San Francisco, all of San Francisco. I put two Brian, bullets in the back. Brian. Brian, I am sorry to do this. You are an American hero. What you did for this country, you saved millions of lives. I want you to know that. It brings do, me no... Do what you gotta do. Do what you gotta do. You're out. You're out. And they, uh, they've they canceled the payments. Do. They've canceled your college payments. So uh, you're gonna be absorbing those student loans again. <laughs> We also got to uh, we also got to shoot you in the leg to make it look like we didn't want to do it. Yeah. What? We, uh, we got to shoot you in the leg so it looks like a struggle. Do what we're you got to do. We're telling the uh, we're telling the news outlets that uh, you put up a fight. <laughs> do what you got to do. Ready, Jack? Can you hold? Can you hold me down? Can you hold me down while Mark puts one in my leg? Yeah, I can hold it down. Hold my hand, buddy. <sighs> hey, look at me. Let me bite down on something. Here's a, here's a big here's a big pen. <laughs> hey, look at me! Hey, you look at me! You look at me! There are millions of men, women, children, families that you saved through your heroics. But we cannot have you taking out superior officer. <laughs> There's only one bullet in the chamber, so I'm gonna click it a bunch of times, uh, Russian uh, roulette style. We'll see which one goes. I don't know. Honestly, uh, Brian, I'm not sure why he's doing this. This seems excessive. <laughs> Always want to try it. This is. This, no, hey, I know. Do what you gotta do, man. You're an American hero. You are oh. an American hero. Oh. I don't know if this is helpful, but... Oh, God damn. That's a rush, can man. Can you see? Ooh, let it rip. Come on, brother. Let it rip. The I think it's gonna be the last one. <laughs> you sure there's one in there, brother? It's definitely gotta be this one. <laughs> Alright, hold on. Ah, I forgot to load it. Shit. Uh, all right, give me a second here. Uh, it's all right. Do what you got to do. Uh, oh, oh, shit. Oh. Oh. Got him right in the neck. You, I got him right in the neck. Oh, God. I got right in the fucking neck. Jack. And Jack, put pressure on it. All right. Jack, put, put pressure on it. I got pressure on it. Here, take, take, take this ring. <laughs> take this ring. What? You take this ring. Take this ring to my daughter. What are you... What? <laughs> I can't understand him I don't either. know what you're saying. There's a bunch of hustler magazines in my apartment. <laughs> I need you to throw them away before you and see right. Can you understand a word that this he guy said? Saying? I think he said there's a bunch of hustler magazines I, in his right. apartment. He wants me to take them? <laughs> I don't care what you do with them. Don't let my family know. All right, I'll take them. There's a, it's a three-bedroom. One of them is filled with hustler magazines. You got a three-bedroom for yourself? Yeah, I put a I put a dresser I in front of me and told her it's a two bedroom. I can't understand a word this guy's saying. Please, please, please. Okay. If you do one thing, just clear out my hustler room. <laughs> Don't let 
my family find my hustler room? I'll let your family find the hustler room. <laughs> What's he saying? So they blame me for both m both murders. Wow, that got, got honorably discharged. I'm still paying off those student <laughs> loans. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I'll tell you, this country. This I'll country. tell you, this country's really really getting bad. That's what that's what you get, you know. Save millions of lives, and now you're a. Uh, I mean, no, no disrespect. I, I, it's a blue collar job. I have nothing but respect. This for country Carson. used to be so fantastic. Yeah. In the '90s and early 2000s. God, this country was perfect. In the early aughts. <laughs> this country was absolutely perfect. What happened? What happened? If you could go back in time to any decade, where would you go? Oof. It's got to be backwards. No. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Huh. You know what? It doesn't. <laughs> I'd go to 20. Yeah, you could go, go forwards. 2,800. <laughs> <laughs> no question. Max. I, what's that? You got Max. Max. Yeah, mechanized robot walkers. Oh, you know, God, combat yeah. walkers. I'll tell you what, I, I got this robot technology. I don't know how much you follow this stuff. I got her, and it, it's like a giant bot. It just looks like a trunk, honestly. And she can fold up, because she thinks she can fold up any which way, you know? Oh, it looks like somebody got their Christmas tree early. What's in that? Look at that thing. Holy cow. I saw the guy pulling up in the car with it. In the truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a new, uh, it's a new patio set. Oh, wow. Yeah. Tall, tall so, patio it's set. A, it's a tall patio set. Let's Comes help them front. unpack it. Let's no, help. no, it's all right. Yeah, you it's want right. our help? We're not doing You're anything not today. Put no. uh, You're I, a single guy. You're not going to put together a whole patio set by yourself. <laughs> Let us help out. We got nothing Please, going on let today. Let go of the box. Let go of the box. It's fine. I don't need. I'm to. opening the damn box. So you're not gonna <laughs> let stop her open us. It. Gonna... She wants no. to help. No. Oh, oh, get your hands off of me! Ah, you threw me down. No. Hey! <laughs> I did. Get your hands off my wife. <laughs> I'm. I'm what the sorry. hell's wrong with you? We just Can want I... to help you put your fucking furniture together. Okay. Uh... <laughs> sorry. What the hell is this? Oh god, it fell out the bottom. <laughs> what the hell is that? Got a, what the hell? Got a woman in a box? It's a I oh heard about god. this. They were doing it's this just... on Wayfair. They said that they were sending the the the, the women through the Wayfair boxes. I No, it's not a QAnon conspiracy. This is QAnon said this. QAnon said this was gonna woman. happen. <laughs> She's not a real woman, no. That looks like no. a real ass and titties She's... to me, pal. <laughs> Well, yeah, I she's mean, she's beautiful. She's absolutely beautiful. They're molded after a real one. Yeah, it's, but she's not. Thank you. She is. It's a porn star's ass and titties. Jeez. That's dark. <laughs> That's very, very dark, Jack. So is this the patio furniture? <laughs> yeah, over here? the patio furniture. Okay, looks like this box is patio furniture. Yeah, we'll, still well I did help. order some patio furniture too because we'll I was gonna. Help you out. Well, I wanted up. I want the patio furniture in the living room because I'm gonna. <laughs> because why? Because 
It's cold out, and I'm going to have a little kind of like Hawaiian kind of thing with my doll. <laughs> I want to turn my living room into a little, you know, Honolulu. So, you just, okay. I, look, you guys asked to help. Don't fucking judge me. <laughs> Don't fucking judge how I spend my time. Hey, we're not okay? judging you. We're you not judging wanted you. to help. You, you asked. Here's how I spend my time. I spend my time retrofitting my living room to look like Hawaii so I can drink Mai Tais and then fuck a doll. Is that what you want to hear? You lied. Is that happy? We, you lied to us. You you lied. You lied. I didn't you, lie. You lied. You said it was patio furniture. <laughs> There's patio furniture in that box. <laughs> Yeah, but you said that this box was patio furniture. We just wish you would have been honest with us in the first place. We wish you would have been honest with your neighbors. <laughs> All right, well, listen, I don't want to take you guys from your family on Christmas. <laughs> All right, Kevin, uh, nice to meet you. I'm Gil. I am the uh, uh, regional manager uh, yeah, our customer development team. So, oh yeah, uh, I saw your your picture was on the wall. Let's just say the people who work for me uh, are big fans. So they would I they voted. Would there be a, a photographer to take my photo if I end up getting the job? Will, will my photo also go on the wall? Yeah, well, you know, let's not get ahead of ourselves. No, of course uh, not. I just I they say to have, have a lot uh, of questions locked and loaded. Um, they, yeah. they say to to ask more questions uh, than questions received because people uh, uh, people like that. They like really. To, they like to be asked questions. Yeah, Kev, can I give you a little bit of insight from the other side of the table? Sure. Uh, I gotta be honest. If I leave an if I leave an interview and I say, "Hey, that interviewee asked me more questions than I asked him," I didn't do my job. Yeah, you get where I'm coming from. Is that something you wouldn't want from an interviewee? I, I'm just trying to make you feel better. I'm just saying, you don't don't put that much pressure on yeah, yourself. You don't uh, got to ask more questions than me, okay? I'm, and I'm I'm just trying to make you feel better too. Okay, because it sounds like you're spinning the questions I'm asking you to, that you're keeping a tally in your head of who's asking more questions. Should we be keeping a tally, or should I? <laughs> okay. All right, Kev. You know what? Let's just take a step back. Let's just take a deep breath. Can I get you a water? Um, is this part of the interview? <laughs> this is not. You know what? Interview not even happening yet. So let's just say interview hasn't started yet. This is just two friends chatting. Oh. Okay. So yeah, like I said, my photos on the wall. The, pe the people that report to me love me. I'm a good guy because I respect work life balance. And uh, you know, I, I I know that there's more. Yeah. I'll take work a to live. Don't live to work. I'll That's take what a I Fanta. say. A Fanta. A Fanta. A Fanta. Okay. Orange Fanta. Great. Great. Hey. Uh, Hey Jake, could you get uh, Kevin here a Fanta? Sorry, what? Can you get uh, Kevin here a Fanta? Absolutely. Thank Is he the new newest member of our team? Welcome aboard, man. Not yet, not yet. We're not getting ahead <laughs> thanks, of ourselves. Thanks. Thank you. No, he thanks, Jake. Hey Jake, can I get a? Um, Wait, what? Can I put a <clears throat> lunch order in too? <laughs> yeah, we're doing Jimmy John's. No, you don't have yeah, to. You don't I'll have take to... a. I'll take a Hunter's Club. Okay. It's the oh. most expensive one. Well, this is I don't even honestly think you'll be around for lunch. I mean, it's eight thirty right now, so I've I don't think no, you're going to be. I've got nowhere here. to be. I'll probably be here for the for the long haul. I plan on Fanta and a Hunters Club. That'd be great. Hunters okay. Club. This guy fits right in. <laughs> we love Hunters Club. That's right. Quarter pound of roast beef stacked high on some tomatoes, uh, mayo. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Jake's a poet in his spare time. Oh wow. Yeah, he writes poetry. That's what I'm talking about. You know, I I, I take an interest in my. Uh, 
in my direct reports lives and I want them to be happy, right? Jake, would you let me ask you a question, Jake? Oh, yeah. If I could if I gave you two words to describe yourself and you had to choose one, would you describe yourself as a poet or would you describe yourself as an office administrator? It's not a trick question, so office administrator. Oh, okay. I I um I got to back off on the poetry. I I've been getting a lot of really bad feedback. No. Coming to the stage now, he's been here for the past couple of weeks, um, and he's been trying out, uh, well, he's been doing the same poem each week. I think he's going to try it again tonight. Um, please, I know the last couple of weeks people have been shouting at the stage. Uh, feedback, don't have to do that tonight. Just kind of let him free flow, and uh, let's just get him up here. Uh, welcome, Jake. Thank you. All right, unlucky. <clears throat> Unlucky. <laughs> if I were given a quarter of the shots that they gave to regular guys, if I were given a half a chance to show how high that I could rise, if I were given just a glimmer of light to prove how good I am, you know I would be up there at the top with all the people in this land. You know this guy's white. <laughs> <laughs> if they would just give me one second to show what I can do, you know I'd blow them all away. I'd even blow away you. <laughs> Wait. Yeah? Sorry, no, I was talking to the... the you talking to me? Yeah, sorry. Can I, get another, uh, can I get another Miller Lite? Yeah, you got it, pal. Thanks. I gotta get drunk to listen to this fucking incel up here. <laughs> if, any, if anybody would listen to some of my ideas for even just a second, oh, God. they would know a genius lies underneath and that I could build a devious weapon. God, doesn't sound as good in real life as it does on the message boards, huh, pal? <laughs> but because of who I am and how I look on the outside, people write me off right away and say, get this guy the hell outside. This guy's dad's the VP of marketing for State Farm. <laughs> All I want is to be taken seriously and to be given a little bit of respect. So if I could just get half a chance, I guarantee you'd all get wrecked. All right, that was Jake uh, once again with the same poem. Um, we sit. We usually do a little feedback uh, session afterwards, um, but it sounds like everybody's made, the, made their voices heard. Uh, oh, actually, there's a hand raised uh, yeah. in the in the center there. Go ahead. Yeah, I got a question for Jake. Yep. Go ahead. Why is life so hard for us white guys? <laughs> All right, that's it. And uh, thanks, everybody, for coming out to the Poetry Slam. Uh, wait, wait. Poetry workshop. <laughs> no, I'm not, letting it, I'm not letting this turn into some kind of, <laughs> some kind of Proud Boys meeting. <laughs> it's not happening to my Poetry Slam. All right, if you want to do that, take it outside. Wait, wait. Go to the Jimmy John's across the street. <laughs> it's not happening here. So can you believe just like how 
that whole this whole ideology is so binary it's like either you're in or you're out and there's like no room for people to ask questions you know what i mean totally um do you want a bag of chips with this Great, so I, I had such a good time playing with you guys. Yeah, thanks for doing oh it, Mike. Oh my god, yeah, no, it, was like, it feels it was so, so good, so fun to play. So yeah, thank you, dude. We love love you, having you, man, and we'd love to have you back. Yeah, I just want to pay you a compliment, Mike. Your energy is very, um, it's uh, infectious, and I feel like uh, definitely it, it, it definitely puts me in like it, like you have a body language even on camera <laughs> that's like puts me in a puts me in a, a little uh, evil headspace oh, a little right bit. Right yeah, you can tell fun. Mike when Mike leans into a character. You can tell he's the only person who I think your head, your face was about twenty percent in the Zoom frame for most. You <laughs> kept doing character. I would just see your left eye in the well, corner. I, know, I always turn off self view, so I have like no idea where I'm at on the yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? oh it's I mean it, it works for us. Uh, dude, thank you so much uh, bef- for the end of the uh, the show here. Do you have anything you want to oh, promote? I know we yeah. talked a little bit about Spitball and anything else. Um, no, just Spitball and every other Monday uh, on YouTube. And it's on my on my YouTube channel, Mike Brenlieb. And uh, yeah, if you want to perform in it or, or watch it, we do it every other Monday. So it'd be great to see anybody there. Nice. Can anybody really can anybody sign up, or is it kind of just like you just have a running uh, no, sign no, up? No, yeah, for, it's, for anybody. it's open to anybody. Fantastic. Even people who That's just great. moved to Chicago in the last year. <laughs> It'll put them in their place, make yeah. them question what they're doing. <laughs> Still a tough room. Tough room. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, dude, thanks so much for taking the time. Know you're a busy guy, dude. It's always awesome seeing you. You're one of the funniest no. people on the planet, and Truly. Uh, we appreciate well, it. I, I, I had such a. I, yeah, it was felt so good to laugh and play with you guys. So thanks a lot. And just um, one Likewise. request, just like make sure some of my, um, I know some of my ideology isn't super popular right now, but just <laughs> <laughs> make sure that gets in there. So yeah. Oh man. Well, Mike, I'm gonna give you an ungracious edit and make sure that you never play again <laughs> anywhere. So. All right, buddy. Thanks so much, man. I All love right. you. We'll talk love to you, you guys. soon. Bye. See you, dude. Thanks so much for listening to Improv Is Dead. If you enjoy the show, please consider joining our Patreon. A small two or five dollar monthly donation allows us to keep producing the podcast and to pay our guests for their time and talents. We're totally self-financed by our Patreon, and your support goes a long way. Also, members of the five dollar Improv Pervert level get a free bonus episode every week and extended versions of our weekly main feed episodes, plus access to our Discord channel. Yeah, and we have a lot of fun in the Discord, so make sure to check that out. And Patreon members get to request scenes that we perform in our weekly bonus episodes, so that's fun too. Absolutely. And you can join our Patreon and support the pod by going to www.patreon.com slash improv is dead. Hope you consider joining, and thanks again for listening.